My name's Paul Murphy and over the last two decades, one thing has constantly intrigued me. How do we get a consistent flow of targeted traffic to generate incredible profits and at the same time set up processes and systems that remove all the stresses and headaches that come with online marketing? Together, we will discover the unknown strategies that exist right now on how to set up powerful marketing systems that allow us to turn our businesses around fast and give us the power to not live life on someone else's terms that we never signed up for in the first place, but have the lives we always dreamed of. Traffic's the question, and this podcast will give you the solutions. Now, on with today's episode. Hey, what is up, everyone? How are we all doing? So today, what I want to do is I want to give you a, it's very simple, but a few years ago, I invented this uh, seven-step system, and I designed it in a way um, to be able to quit something, but you could probably use it for a number of things, right? You could probably use it for, like, trying to achieve something or trying to, um, yeah, it's kind of something a goal that you need to achieve or something you need to do. But it does work really well if you're trying to quit something that you know is not good for you, right? Um, I actually designed this system when I was smoking, um, which kind of kind of a weird story with that because as I grew up, I never never ever wanted to smoke. Um, was not a smoke, you know, not a smoker in my teenage years like a lot of people. Everyone in my family smoked because I think kind of back then everyone did, right? Um, and but you know, I wouldn't even have you know, I didn't want an ashtray anywhere near the table when I was eating or anything like that. I wouldn't date girls that smoked just because obviously you know if you're kissing, it's not very nice. Um, and yeah, just kind of was kind of a little bit of a, you know, one of those, one of those, you know, the anti-smoker that didn't want any going anywhere near smoke. Um, didn't like going into pubs, you know, as a young man when people were smoking and things like that. Just didn't like it. But um, and um, around about my mid twenties, I um, started. Uh, well, it's actually yeah, I was twenty four years old, and I I joined up with a college course to learn how to act. Uh, it was an acted performing arts course, right? And um, I, the, the plan was that I'd been traveling for a year around Australia. I decided I was going to be an actor while I was traveling. I'd actually met a couple of sort of semi-famous British actors um, and was chatting to them. And then kind of when I got back, I was like, right, this is what I'm going to do. And, um, and, and sort of signed up for this two-year course. And then I went to audition for drama school. Um, and when I auditioned for all these drama schools, I realised I wasn't anywhere near ready or good good enough or ready or prepared for these auditions. And um, and then I kind of, the pipe dream was over and I went back and worked in insurance. <laughs> I've kind of, I think I've said that story before. But while I was at college, um, pretty much not long after I started, there was a girl on my course who I was really attracted to and um, we hit it off. Um, but she was a smoker. And normally, although I wouldn't date a smoker, I really, really like this girl. And I uh, decided to, you know, do it anyway and kind of went out with her. Like within about two months, I'd started smoking. And um, and then it took me years and years to quit because I kind of smoked through college and thought, OK, well, I'll just quit after college. But as with anything, it gets hold of you, right? So for years and years, I tried different things. There was a book that I read called, um, it was from someone called Alan Carr, which was Easy Way to Quit Smoking which every time I read the book, I would quit and then it would last for a little while. And then I would, you know, maybe a year later, I would I would start again. You know, I'd be in a situation where I'd have a cigarette. And this went on. I mean, I think I smoked 
like if I actually take the years I smoked, I think I only smoked for about 12 years, but I actually smoked over a period of nearly 19 years because I started in, yeah, I started in 97, late 97, and I quit in 2016. So I, I, I smoked for about 12, actually it might be a bit longer, 12 to 15 years over a 19-year period. And eventually I just decided that the book wasn't just good enough. I needed something else. I needed something that was going to cut it, right? And this is my seven-step system, right? Now, it's ridiculously simple, but I find it's really it's a really good way for you to build momentum because when you apply it, you can like, it, it kind of sets the bar slightly higher every time. And here it is, right? I'll put it in the show notes so you can copy it and just use it. But it's, it's like I say, it's ridiculously simple, but it really does work. So I have seven stages and basically all it is is like I will set each stage slightly further apart based on because like when you're really first trying to quit something, for instance, the first few days are the toughest or maybe you're trying to start exercise or you're trying to start doing something. The first few days just getting the job done is the toughest, right? So I set stage one at three days. So, you know, and then that's kind of like you give yourself a little pat on the back or whatever you want to do, right? And you can celebrate. So after the first three days, you've hit stage one. The next stage, which is stage two, is three weeks because you've built a bit of momentum, right? So after three days, you've got a bit of momentum. You kind of got the, the, the wheels turning. But now, okay, we, we kind of, you know, we need to set the bar a little bit further, right? So I So I have stage one is like, Yes, well done. We've done it for three days. And actually, by the way, the reason I'm recording this is because I'm now, I'm, I have a problem with sugar, right? So I'm now on stage one of sugar. I actually have just gone three days without processed sugar, like, you know, sweets, chocolates, cakes, things like that. Um, and so I'm now on, I've now hit stage one. So I'm having a bit of a celebration. Actually, that's why I'm recording this episode because it was kind of on my mind, right? So stage two is three weeks. So, and that's not three weeks from stage one. That's three weeks from when you start. So once you've, you know, the day you start, three weeks in, you hit stage two, right? Now, stage three, again, we move the bar a little bit further again, is three months, right? So again, because if you can do something for three weeks, you've got a bit of momentum. So we want to kind of keep that momentum going and we get to stage three after three months, right? Um, and then the next stage, which is stage four, which is more, you know, and obviously these are kind of real mi- milestones at each at each level. But st- um, stage four is a year, right? So once you've actually done something for a year, you've hit stage four. And you think there's only seven stages. You think, wow, I've already got to stage four in a year. So it's kind of, it, it kind of gives you that uh, motivation to keep going. It kind of gives you that kind of, oh my God, you know, I've actually got all the way to stage four, right? But you've still got a long way to go, but it, but at least you've done it, right? Like if you quit, I mean, I, I I'd got to stage four quite a few times with quitting smoking, right? But I hadn't used this system. So if I'd have known I'd got like all the way to stage four, I might have had more of a more momentum to keep going. So you kind of see how that works. So then stage five is three years, okay? So again, we've moved the goalpost slightly further, right? And stage six actually isn't, it's about the same amount of time between one and three. We actually set that at five years because five years is a good is a good number, isn't it? It's like, okay, I've done something for five years. But then stage seven is 10 years. And then that's kind of 
you know, if you can do something for 10 years, like, and again, this is, in, this is, if you're wanting to achieve something or do something, if you set yourself a big, massive 10 year goal, right. And then you can kind of set it in smaller stages so that you can kind of get the momentum going. And I know what I would recommend if you're setting goals with this, um, I haven't actually done it, but I, I'm just kind of thinking it through as I'm, as I'm saying this, but if you say like, what do I want to achieve after free, after at stage one? What do I want to have achieved at stage two? What do I want? And maybe kind of map out what what it is you want to actually have done in that time frame. And then the ten year might be that you want to be a billionaire, you know, or you know, if it was business or something, maybe it's something like really crazy. But but yeah, you want to kind of do it that way. But it, but again, I I actually developed this more specifically for quitting um, for quitting something. Especially if it's like a drug or something, because three days is quite tough, right? And then it's three weeks, which is still tough, but it's about as tough as three days because the first three days are the worst. And then, yeah, then you've got that through. So stage one, three days. Stage two, three weeks. Stage three, three months. Stage four is a year. Stage five, three years. Stage six is five years. Stage seven is 10 years. Now, if it is drug-related or something that you want to quit, okay, the, the one thing I learned over the years is that if you set a goal and achieve it, you relax, right? You kind of rest on your laurels. So for, for my quit smoking, I've got a stage eight, right? And it's going to sound morbid, but it isn't. It's just so that I don't fall off. So I'm actually at stage um, six at the moment because I quit smoking seven years ago, Right. So I get to stage seven in 2026, right? That's when I hit stage seven. But if I just relaxed and then thought, oh, well, I've done it now. And then somebody offered me a cigarette. And for some weird reason, I forgot that I'd quit and had one, which, you know, if you kind of relax, sometimes those sort of things can happen. It's highly unlikely. I don't think I'll ever smoke again. But I just wanted to set another goal. And the stage eight will be the day you die, right? And you know, you're not trying to get there, right? It's not like I can't wait to die. It's just that so that you never, ever, ever go back, right? So you kind of go, okay, the only day I ever get to stage eight is the day I die. And that's if you're trying to quit something. So you just give that yourself that little bit of extra motivation to keep going for the rest of your life. In all honesty, I don't need it. Like, there's no way on this earth I'll ever, ever, ever smoke again. I don't think about it. I'm back to the stage I was as a child. But it took it did take a while. It took about... It took over a year, actually. It took about two or three years before I was kind of, it was completely gone, almost alien to me. Um, you know, it'd be, there would be no circumstance now where I'd ever smoke. But I want to keep that stage eight thing there in my brain just in case there is ever anything. I think, oh, I'll never get to stage eight, you know, that sort of thing. Um, so that's it. That's the, the seven-step system, which you can probably apply to lots of different things. Certainly apply it to, like, learning how to quit something, or learning how to kind of, you know, if you've got some bad addictions or anything like that, you know, probably gambling, um, you know, I can think of quite a few, right? Drinking, um, alcohol, if you're kind of drinking too much. Um, I mean, don't, again, this is not medical advice. So I just want to kind of put a little caveat to this. Obviously, seek professional advice. Obviously, have this as kind of something that helps you with it, right? With whatever you're doing, just have this as something that's kind of like a little bit of a backup to help you with it because even though I did this system I still read the book again I read it one last time and in fact one of the motivations was that I was so sick of reading that book that if I if I ever um if I ever started again I knew I'd have to read that book again one day and I thought well I, that is enough for me to quit right so you can use other things right and obviously I could say do seek medical professional advice on anything that you need 
this is kind of just something that you can use in conjunction with that, right? You can kind of go, okay, well, I've got, you know, I'm now at stage two. Cool. You know, I can celebrate or I can um, give myself a pat on the back, Um, you know, and then I've got, now I'm now working to stage three. Kind of just keeps that goalpost moving forward so that you kind of helps you achieve it. So yeah, hopefully this is useful. That's it for this episode. I'll see you guys in the next episode. If you are tired of paying for ads that do not deliver and you need to reach a super targeted audience, driving them direct to your products and services with free targeted evergreen traffic on Google and YouTube, then our gold membership is designed specifically to help you get results fast by claiming your first free Google ads. Now, the great thing is, is that your first two weeks are completely free. To get started, head over to iservefirst.com. That's iservefirst.com. Links in the show notes. And you'll be able to start driving 100% free targeted traffic to your business today.